0: Did you see uh, that the porn website has banned porn or is going to ban porn? Which one? O- OnlyFans is banning. Imagine if there was only one porn
1: website, if the internet had evolved a completely different way.
0: And there was just one. And then it banned porn. And then it banned porn. Core. That would be like you banning aquariums (laughs) it's what are they going to do what are they going to have instead don't know I think it's going to be like a paid for Instagram oh I might start one then (laughs) to this episode one hundred and fifty-three of the Electronic Wireless Show, Rock Paper Shotgun's PC Gaming Podcast, and the only podcast you need, in my opinion. And my name is Alice Bell, and I am joined this week by GamesCon.
1: <laughs> yeah, you want to buy a game? No, <laughs> For me, it's really you- <laughs> good. It's got reverse microtransactions where it gives you fifty p every minute.
0: That is quite good. What's it called? It's called
1: Large Greek Fight Lady Two Million.
0: Well, you know, uh, you know your audience. So I'll give you that.
1: And it only costs fourteen ninety nine a month.
0: How often would I have to play it to make a profit?
1: Uh, well, it de- it just definitely gives you fifty p every minute. No questions asked. That one hundred percent happens.
0: Okay. I'll think about it. Can I get back to you?
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> the game's like, con.
0: By the by the end of the show, I'll let you know.
1: If you could, yeah. I'll keep slipping in details to, okay, to yeah. make it more enticing.
0: Alright. Um this week, as you may have gathered, listener, it's a two hander because Matthew is away at a wedding after um struggling to buy new clothes last week. And uh so it's just myself and Nate. Uh it's also a Friday. Normally we record on a Thursday, but I had uh Interestingly enough, a Gamescom preview that I was attending, so I couldn't uh, record yesterday. But um, but we're here today, and I'll uh, set up fans of uh, previous Nate-led uh, episodes will be pleased because we're going to play sweeten the deal today. Uh, Those deals are going to get
1: pretty sweet.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. I think I've come up with quite a good one for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, i've actually prefigured mine quite nicely with the games con so that oh, should tantalize yeah
0: okay all right good uh but first of all how are you nate
1: are you well yeah i'm i'm pretty good i'm a bit i'm a bit jangled if i'm honest uh that i mean that you know that's not part of the being good yeah that's probably the mitigating um of the being good
2: what jangled I watched,
1: you uh, well I was doing some research and ended up watching Apocalypto the 2006 Mel Gibson film because I really wanted to yeah. see like the costumes and makeup in it cuz they're incredible but it's extraordinarily racist and really sadistic why like Mel Gibson
0: <laughs> why were you watching Apocalypto because there's something I'm writing um,
1: and I wanted to, because I I read it had like really good sort of, and actually weirdly considering the broader picture in the film, like quite realistic sort of Mayan tattoos and like weird sort of jade facial implants and stuff, uh, which I was quite interested in. So I thought I'd give it a watch. And indeed, that element of it was was superb, uh, uh-huh. but uh, crikey, it's put me <laughs> through the washing machine of the soul, and I've come out dirtier. It's
2: ooh,
1: have you seen it?
0: I have not, um, and probably will not now.
1: <laughs> it's a shame because it made me realise I've never seen like a proper big money millionaire movie set in like pre-colonial Mesoamerica and like the sex yeah. and stuff were banging. And yeah, everyone looked amazing and that was cool. But yeah, there's just people beasting each other's hearts nonstop. And I, look, I do understand like there genuinely were a lot of human sacrifices. There was a That's, lot of heart
0: beasting, yeah.
1: Yeah, sometimes you got to, you know, everyone was in... Everyone's heart squads. Listen, um,
0: sometimes you, you have to beast a few hearts, you know. If you want to make a beastlet, yeah. Yeah. And I get
1: that. And I think that would be fine. But, you know, it would be good to have a scene where, like, the priest goes home after a day of stabbing people on top of a pyramid and is chatting, you know, I don't know, with his brother and says, Oh. It really gets to me all this heart beasting. I mean, I know we gotta do it to, you know, keep the sun <laughs> rising every day, but it just, you know, knackers the soul. And then his brother would beast his heart, I suppose.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was there was no internality to everyone. It was just like um like Lord of the Rings orcs, really. And that's that's not a cool way
2: to portray people. So there you go.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I okay, get yeah. There's, do you know what you might like? Um, you know the guy that played Jesus, Jim Caviezel. Oh,
1: in Mel Gibson's, in Mel Gibson's other blood spattered racism festival, yeah. In
0: Mel Gibson's uh, Jesus too. Oh, they are doing a sequel <laughs> to the Passion of the Qu- Christ, by the way. Apparently called the Oh, Passion come the- on. It's called No joke, the Passion of the Christ Resurrection. <laughs>
1: that's incredible
0: yeah but anyway um uh so there's a there's a podcast i listen to uh sometimes called q anonymous because i just like to check in and see what the the q are up to um and but they did a special episode about jim caviezel because jim caviezel's queued now he's oh. and um uh but they all the guys who do it all live in hollywood um and so one of them basically just interviewed a bunch of people that had worked on Caviezel's police procedural with him for like five years. It's really funny. Is like, he
1: is he quite odd?
0: Yeah. They said like, um uh one of them said like uh quite saying something like, um, it's like having a puppy, no you can't chew on that, no you can't chew on that, no you can't chew on that, except the puppy won't stop talking about Hitler. <laughs> <sighs> I'll, I'll put a link to uh to the episode in i just um in the show notes but i i
1: wish they could make a clone of mel gibson who wasn't horrid because he's, he's quite a good director
0: mm.
1: i just um you know i mean you can't deny his his movies do not lack impact
0: or heart beastings
1: <laughs> so many hearts he loves stuff getting ripped out of people
0: Um, hashtag fat blood hashtag fat blood I haven't watched anything like that this week Uh, what have you watched uh, I've been watching Love Island still but it's it feels like an obligation this year rather than any kind you know and I don't have to because the thing is like much like a heart beasting watching Love Island does tarnish the soul I think and and so for that kind of sacrifice I would like at least like it to be you know, entertaining and less soul destroying, but this year has been fully soul destroying. We both um,
1: forced our minds through the mango, haven't we?
0: I know, yeah, but mine in a very tawdry way. <laughs> uh, but um, Graham lent me uh, a book called uh, I think it's The Atlas of Lost Islands or The Atlas of Remote Islands, um, which is few years old. It's by um, a German lady whose name I've forgotten. Uh, But it's just like 50 islands uninhabited and a little illustration of, you know, topographical illustration of the island next to some facts of stuff that happened there. It's really good. Um, That sounds well good.
1: Yeah. Are there like comedically tiny ones that you couldn't even fit a house on on that?
0: um, I've not come across one that comedically tiny yet, but it's very good. That's a bonus recommendation this week.
1: There you go. Oh, that's my favorite thing to do in Minecraft, you know. Find you a well, small... Yeah, I'll go, go like for a fly over the sea because um, I'll start in creative mode and just find a stupid little island mm. and just go for it. Because it's nice. Like, the smaller a blank, blank page, the easier it is to fill it. And if you've only got like 40 blocks or whatever, you're like, okay, how am I going to make a pretty house
0: here? It's nice, pleasing activity. There you go, hmm. PC games. Yeah, we should make... Have you been playing anything uh, this week? Because you've been beasting humankind for the review.
1: Yeah, I've decided to purge my system of that, actually, with a little vitamin AOE. Um, ah. I So uh, long-term listeners will know that I used to bang on about Age of Empires all the time. And in a development that will surprise literally no Alice's in this conversation. I suddenly and dramatically lost interest in it <laughs> back in the spring. Um, but I've been playing the Dawn of the Dukes expansion, which just came out, and it's phenomenal. Ooh. Uh, I, I really, because the last, so Age of Empires 2, since its resurrection in Definitive Edition, has had two expansion packs. And the first one really didn't grab me. Uh, I think that was probably what catalyzed my losing interest. But this one is and I say this again, you know, as someone who's been relatively disinterested in the game for a bit it has got probably the most well-designed single-player RTS stuff I, I can remember playing. The scenarios a genius. This mega.:
0: <laughs> I'm glad you've gone back to your one of your early loves. <laughs>
1: It feels good. It feels loyal. So it
0: feels right. Yeah.
1: Like yeah, like a like a, a noble Lithuanian knight brandishing a hammer going to serve his lord in another bloody and meaningless war against a Polish duke. <laughs> that kind uh, of loyalty.
0: Oh good, I'm glad. I've not really I don't think I've really been playing anything like this it's quite gauche of uh, game journalist to kind of say this, but everything I've been playing this week, I can't tell you about yet.
1: Uh, but, oh, um, yeah, always preview armor at the moment, isn't it?
0: Yeah, So, um, but there's some good stuff in there. Good stuff, some good stuff coming out next week. Um,
1: give us a genre clue of one uh,
0: of them. 3D platforming. Okay.
1: Yeah. So that would be James Pond Robocod's yeah. finally gets its fourth installment
0: yeah yeah I played um, 12 Minutes for review as well which I am pleased to see has got like people either really like it or are like this is weird <laughs> and annoying <laughs> and I like it when games have a, a breadth of uh, kind of opinion about it uh, it's less good for um, consumers I guess because then it's like washing a about or not but it's on Game Pass so
1: well if the choices are either like I don't get it or this is great that's usually a better sign than like a spread of this is good to this is mediocre.
0: I I was kind of like I I was on the fence with it because I think there's a lot of stuff in it that's good. I think it hasn't quite hit the sweet spot in terms of like the time loop and the puzzle interactions being satisfying rather than kind of a bit annoying because you have to in The Forgotten City, which is another time loop mystery. You solve, you figure out how to solve the puzzles, but then you don't have to do them ever again. Like there's just an incredibly credulous man uh, who's standing, happens to be standing right by your portal when you start the loop again, and you can just yell at him (laughs) to do all the stuff, and he'll go do it. Be like, yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, I have to say,
1: I'm glad, I'm glad you are here to tank these things because the only thing I dislike more than puzzles is probably time travel. (laughs) Or like anything playing, like you know, I'm going to really channel Matthew here, and so I believe time should move in one direction Mm -hmm. always. Mm. No funny business. The fourth (laughs) dimension is a straight line.
0: There Um, you go. (laughs) But yeah, in twelve minutes, and it's the nature. Like it's kind of a, it's the nature of twelve minutes because it's like three people. The flat is three rooms. You can't have another. You can't like you know tell another person to do all stuff and later on like there are some shortcuts and you kind of speed run conversations that you need to have but um for the most part like especially in the early bit of the game you have to just repeat all the steps of some of the stuff you need to do yourself which is a bit annoying um i don't know though i mean is it god i, I thought i hated repetition until
1: remember i did that thing with hitman where i decided not to save it yeah and i found a strange beauty in making doing the same thing over and over again, but with small deviations. Although I suppose there probably aren't small deviations in this, are there?
0: No, you can't. That's the thing. There isn't room to have small deviations because you've got 12 minutes. If you screw something up, you have to, you've burnt a loop and you have to do it again. If you do X thing in front of your wife, that's it. If you do, like, so it's just a little bit annoying. And the other thing is, I, like, the cast is really good and I think the story is interesting and it makes some kind of interesting choices that, like, you're really like, whoa, I did not expect that. But, Uh, it's supposed to be about empathy and stuff and there's one thing in it that you know how in life Nate there are some things where if someone told you down the pub oh I've done this you wouldn't go "Ah, yeah I would have done the same thing and you know there are some things if someone says to you I did this thing you wouldn't be able to empathise with that choice yeah that would be a,
1: a friendship buster sure
0: yeah And you not being able to empathize with that choice is not, I think, some kind of challenging comment on your inability to have empathy in all situations. That's just just like, and one of these things comes up in the game and it didn't feel, it felt like maybe they were thinking it was going to be like a challenging moment or whatever, but it wasn't. I was just like, lol, no mate. Like what? you (laughs) What are you are just- we talking like, you know, I, I
1: looked a gorilla in the eye and shot it, sort of bad?
0: No, um, do you care if I spoil it? Uh, the listeners might. Yeah, I was good. If, I if, don't. Listener, if you want to kind of skip on like 30 seconds and I'll wrap it up. Okay, so skip now. Basically, right? It turns out that you, the player character, played by James McAvoy, um, knowingly. Entered into a sexual relationship with your half-sister who did not know that you were her half-brother. You did, and you were like, I don't care, I love her, I want to oh, be with her. No, yeah, no, I,
1: I couldn't really <laughs> you, find a lot of common ground with that.
0: Yeah, do you know what I mean? I mean to be fair, that's not the end of the game, that revelation. There is other stuff that happens after that, and you know, you get the choice to make different choices, whatever. But but that just massively took me out of the game at the time. I was like, This is ridiculous. I was like, nah, mate, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I know maybe like making it the protagonist that did this is kind of a thing or whatever. But the, the, I, I experienced no moral quandary in fully judging James McAvoy <laughs> in that moment.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's awful. If it had been like, oh, you know, we knew it was wrong, but, you know, it all got very messy. I'd be like, oh,
0: yikes, that's a tough one. It it's like, oh, we got together. It's deceit. We got together and um, we didn't know. And now it's just a really awkward situation. But no, (laughs) he was like, he fully went for it. Uh, What a grimbo. Yeah, no time for that. Mm. So I was just like, no, I'm happy with the level of empathy I have. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but that, that was. The last big thing I've played. So it is... 12 minutes is not bad, but it's weird. I and mean, it's weird in some good ways and in other ways, not good. But if you've got Games Pass, it is worth having a little tool around with it if you like puzzle games. Uh, um, with that out of the way, do you want to uh, play a couple of rounds of Sweet in
1: the Deal, Nate? Shall we pour loads of sugar in some briefcases? Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, shall I explain the, the rules for, for, for those who haven't heard me and Matthew doing
0: this? Yes, do a quick rundown of Sweeten okay. the
1: Deal. This game is about, it's got two stages. The first stage is about offering the other person. So the Deal Master uh, offers the deal yeah. um a horrific proposition, something they would really hate. Yeah. And then the dealer and the deal master have to agree the sum of money that would have to be transferred to make that happen. Yeah. So, Alice, yeah. stage one. Yeah. You've got to eat an entire gorilla over the course of a year.
0: A year?
1: You've got a year to eat a whole gorilla. That's Is, absolutely right.
0: Can I store parts of it in the freezer? Uh, Now, what Alice is displaying there,
1: cleverly, is a little (laughs) bit of pre-game negotiation. I want to know, yeah,
0: like, is this gorilla going to be butchered properly and stored correctly? It is an
1: entire gorilla carcass in a chest freezer. Okay. Um, How much am I going to have to pay you to commit to that?
0: I've got a year. Okay, um...
1: Uh, Quick maths for you. That's about 0.8 pounds of Gorilla Meat a day.
0: That's quite a lot, isn't it? Okay, I'm going to go for like 75,000.
1: 75,000. That's good. That's realistic. Respect that. Yeah. Um, Okay, so Alice has agreed that she would do this heinous thing for 75,000 pounds. So I've now got five attempts uh, to offer deal sweeteners. Uh that you know, keep the the initial conditions, it's a gorilla carcass and a chest freezer intact that decrease the amount of money Alice would be willing to do it for, and the, the goal is to get her below zero, e.g., she would pay to eat a gorilla over the course of a year. Uh so I'm gonna say um
2: Alright then, for um
0: Let's knock the price down to 50 grand. So 25K off, right? What am I buying for 25K then? A TV
1: chef of your choice uh, comes to your house each week to prepare gorilla-based meals for the week ahead and put them in the fridge ready to be microwaved. Or, you know, if you fancy doing a bit of cooking, maybe they'll prepare a gorilla roast or something.
0: All right, yeah, I'd...
1: Can I have Tom Carriage, please? <laughs> I think that's a marvellous choice. He'd be really good at it. He'd be yep, well into uh, it, wouldn't he? All right. Now, when 50- I'm
0: cooking my gorilla, <laughs> <he> liked- <laughs> <laughs> I like to use a lot of aromatic spices. Back at my pub, <laughs>
1: one of the most popular dishes is gorilla loins. So veering into friend of the show, Anthony Hopkins. Um, I
0: didn't want to say. All right. Yeah. Now I would take Tom (laughs) Courage for 25K. Absolutely. All right then. So
2: now we're going to take the price down to 30 grand now.
1: I'm going to excuse you eating the bones, the hair, and all of the, the grim organs.
0: So you're basically
2: just eating, you know, you still got to eat like a gorilla heart, but it's, it's just meat now. Hmm.
0: So is that 15? You're taking me down to 30. That's a whole 20. That's, that's another Tom carriage almost.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's about, you know, 750 millicarriages.
0: Can I, can I counter offer at this point? You can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I'm, I'm obviously because I, I reckon i reckon one of the reasons i went for tom carriage is that i reckon he'd be pretty good at awful as well so can i can i argue um like 10k and i don't have to eat the skin and bones but i will eat the organs
1: what about the hair I don't think Carriage can make a good game. Well, that's inside. what I meant with
0: like skin, like the, oh, okay. the crackling, okay. the gorilla crackling. <laughs>
1: oh, oh, that's a thought. Um, okay, so 10K, you're saying. So we're down to 35, k 40, no, 40K, yeah? We're down to, yeah, we're down to 40K. Gorilla carcass, 40K, my favorite war game. Okay, yeah, done, fine. Right. Okay, we can I'm do that. Happy with uh,
2: that. <laughs> third offer. Um, 20, no, okay,
1: 32,000, but the gorilla was a sinner, like a really bad one, so it feels all right.
0: No, nah, I don't care. I don't care about that. You could tell me, like, the gorilla <laughs> had, like, a family that really loved him or whatever. I don't care, I don't care about the moral states of the gorilla. But, but, I'm <laughs> eating a gorilla. You might as well have asked me to eat a person, you know, <laughs> Okay, okay. Well, no,
1: I, <laughs> I, I think there's a moral lever that can still be pulled.
0: But that, this I, is, I'm sorry, have you not burned, burned an offer there?
1: I have, yeah. Yeah,
0: all right. So, so i have got you've two got left. Two so I'm going to move on
1: to my big gun. Okay. I was going to save this for the one that took you over, but if I burn this, I've only got one chance left.
2: So listen, 15, 15 grand. Mm-hmm. And the
1: gorilla never had a mind at all. It was grown in a lab. Uh, It's still genetically gorilla meat, but it's been grown in a vat and it never had a brain. So it's technically a vegan gorilla?
0: Why would someone do that?
1: (laughs) Specifically for this deal, Alice. Noel Edmonds has done it.
2: Like absolutely
1: greyly neutral entity of the show, Noel Edmonds, has got his team of scientists, the ones who made Blobby, to work on this.
0: The thing is, though, that really, if we're looking at this from like a vegetarian, vegan perspective, there's not really a difference between eating a chicken and eating a gorilla really um you know a chicken. Oh, i, I has- don't know
1: though because like i mean i'm i'm not vegetarian but i gorilla is one of the animals i wouldn't eat um there's you know you can probably press my logic until it flexes and proves me a hypocrite but i wouldn't eat a gorilla i would eat a vegan gorilla
0: i well with things like this look i don't some th- some decisions you just make on a purely emotional basis, and there's no logic for it. But like, you know, you wouldn't eat a gorilla. You wouldn't eat a gorilla. My goal you wouldn't here download really, you wouldn't download a gorilla. a gorilla. My goal here is to make more money eating this gorilla than I would in a year of doing my job. Right? So, so
1: See, so okay. It was it was fine. You're not taking this.
0: I'm not taking it. Because if I eat chickens, you know.
1: So this gorilla that was voted Gorilla of the Year by Kind Primate Monthly. Yeah. Wow, okay. You you are a dangerous player at this game, Alice. Um, <laughs> I maybe underestimated <laughs> yeah. you with, with loading those shells and my yeah, exactly. moral shotgun. Um, I'm you know
0: bones what? now. <laughs> I, I would... I would. Do you know what a clue of it? You didn't ask. You didn't say I had to kill the gorilla. Someone else has already taken on that moral. Someone mm. else has killed that gorilla. You know, has killed the gorilla. Yeah. The gorilla comes to me already dead. I am kind of from that emotional standpoint. I am morally neutral on the death of the gorilla. I'm just. I'm Harvey Keitel. I'm just cleaning up.
1: Oh, yeah. Now, see, yeah, if things had gone differently, I would now be able to reveal. And you don't have to kill the gorilla with a <laughs> screwdriver yourself. Oh, you didn't think to check? Yeah. Because
0: I was uh, like, you said it's a gorilla in a chest freezer, you know?
1: I was, I was, I was, mm, I was too helpful with the details because you just said, could I store it? And
2: I said, yes. Well, I could have said yes. Oh, I think you've outplayed me here, but I've got one shot left. All right. Um, oh,
1: this is weak. I don't think I'm going to be able to take you over zero, but I can at least try and get it to half price. Oh, well, I was going to say D6 times in the year, mm-hmm. you can summon the entire Welsh rugby team to like guzzle gorilla meat <laughs> an hour to knock down the title, But then the pact wouldn't be intact because you wouldn't be eating a whole gorilla. I would gorilla be eating the gorilla, cost, yeah.
2: yeah. Um, let's just use that anyway to finish this off. I'm going to say 25K and
1: you can summon the Welsh rugby team D6 times in the year and they've got an hour to just put away as much gorilla meat as possible.
0: Ah, yeah, go on then since it's, since it's christmas <laughs> since it's christmas
1: so i i lose that round but hopefully uh, anyone who didn't have an idea now knows. yeah
0: did you see by the way that um whoops, that um it was like a what call it like a a chart of like how confident americans versus uh brits were that they could beat an animal in a fight Oh I didn't see this. This sounds fascinating. It's really good. Like um uh eight percent of Americans polled think they could beat an elephant. <laughs> what unarmed? I don't um yeah, unarmed. Which of the following animals, if any, do you think you could beat in a fight if you were unarmed? Eight percent of Americans think they could beat an elephant. Eight percent think they could beat a gorilla. And then yeah, I know. And the funniest bit is um, what people refer to as the goose gap, which is that um, 61% of Americans think they could be a, a goose and 45% of Brits think they could be a goose.
1: Now that is... I wish they'd do this for every country. I think that would be incredible.
0: Yeah, it's really good.
2: Oh, yeah, put Six, that in the show
0: notes. 6%, 6% of Americans think they could... Beat a grizzly bear in a fight.
1: That's <laughs> just outrageous.
0: Uh, anyway, shall we?
1: Um, should we? Oh, just quickly, what is the the most dangerous animal you think you could defeat?
0: A rat. I'm a coward. Okay, <laughs> that's another reason that I you shouldn't like. I wouldn't have been able to kill the gorilla physically.
1: <laughs> I I saw an emu the other day. We went to a little farm and they had an emu. And I'd always assumed they were real, like, you know, feathered satans. Yeah. But I looked at it and I thought, if it came down to it, I could destroy you. <laughs> I would probably take a lot of damage. <laughs> it's got a beak like a trowel. <laughs> yeah. But it's next, just like a big silly draft excluder. You'd just, like, grab it by that and swing it round like one of those hammer men at the Olympics. <laughs> and It would be done for.
0: Oh my god!
1: Um, so I'm going to say an emu. There we are. That's, that's on record.
0: All right, there you go. No, it could be emu isn't on the list, unfortunately, for the chart. But um, <laughs> all uh, right, then give me a deal. All right, okay. I think this one's. I I'm quite pleased with this one. Right. So inspired by the fact that Gamescom is coming up, and that also we're we're owned by an events company, so we have to go to our you know EGX and. REST and uh sometimes mcm i've been to as a lot of fun um so the deal is right it's also inspired by the release of psychonauts 2 next week so oh. and also the the, the, <laughs> the notion that me and matthew are trapped in your in your subconscious so <laughs> uh, whenever you go to one of our events No, whenever you go to a a games event, right? Yeah. Uh, The event is, in most respects, the same, and you you know you have to do like a couple of talks or whatever, like you did at Res. However, the entire event um, location is uh, your subconscious as a psychonauts level. So everyone is walking around in your
2: head. Uh, I mean, that's got so many metaphysical implications. Like does, does my subconscious
1: free up once the, once the event's done?
0: Oh, you're still, you can still do stuff like in, it, it's psychonauts rules. So like you can still be doing stuff in the real, in the real world. It's fine. You can be walking around your own subconscious.
1: Oh, okay. I'm not like in a coma or something. No, 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 no. no. Well, rest happens in my mind. Yeah. Okay, so it, it, but, yeah, it's like instead of the the NEC, it's my subconscious.
0: Yeah, and so all the little talks and you know the little demo setups and stuff will all be happening in, you know, different theatres of, of your mind and, and what have you. And also everyone who's there knows that it is your mind.
1: Oh, that was gonna be my question. Right, okay. So if there's anything embarrassing.
2: Yeah, okay. All right, um, I to need to hire a lot of PR consultants. So
1: I think,
0: why are you going to have to hire PRs?
1: Like you know, to put good spin on it all. I mean, I just watched a bloody Mel Gibson movie. This is just going to be heartbeating. It's all <laughs> over the place. Uh, I'm going to look like a maniac. Let's say two hundred thousand to cover the reputational damage.
0: Okay. Okay, that's a tough one. All right. Okay, we'll go for. 200. Okay. No. No.
1: Actually, that's greedy. One hundred and twenty-five thousand.
0: Your hundred. Okay. Okay. We'll do one hundred twenty-five. It's my first time playing. After all, I'll take a, a handicap. Right. Yeah. Okay. So now is my so one hundred twenty-five k and all games events are taking place in your mind. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first offer uh, then um
2: uh twenty
0: twenty five k and you can choose the kind of thematic note. you'll have control over the the kind of theme of it, so you could make it like an aquarium, and all the talks take place in little fish tanks. Or you could make it like a zoo. Or
1: Or I could be like top of an Aztec temple.
2: Yeah, indeed. Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, that is that's basically God mode mood lighting. I'll happily take a 25 grand pay cut for that. Okay. Are we talking a year's worth of events, by the way, or is this forever? I, I guess I should have clarified that. In fact, I've just given you a hook for another one. I'm for the high jump
2: now. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, yeah, I'll leave. Well, how much would I give you
0: for that? All right. Yeah. Okay. If you, if you take another, let's take it, take it down, maybe 50 K and you can, it, this will only be for a year.
2: And otherwise. Uh,
0: and otherwise it will be for, let's say for life for life no let's 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 say 15 mm. years
1: oh uh, no I, I am not having you rinse me for half the remaining total ellis let's let's say i'll go another 15 grand down and take it for five years
0: How all about right that? okay that's 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 more than fair okay, <laughs> that, okay.
1: So, 85 grands now For five years of subconscious game events where I can change the tone.
2: Okay. All right. All right. For my third offer, you can uh, staff the event
0: entirely with celebrities, but they will be your mind's conception of the <laughs> celebrities so it will be you know f- friend of the show anthony hopkins like security can all be anthony Hopkins's. or like
1: we'll all be consumed by statham he'll just be like the t-rex yeah. t- t- off jurassic park just with his head smashing <laughs> through walls and hollering before eating 10
0: people at a time you can choose which ones it, it doesn't oh, okay. have to be statham it's- and what, what's, the, what's the sum
2: you're offering? Hmm. At 85, so... 30,000. So I'd be down to 55k, yeah? Mm-hmm. Do you know what? Take it down to 50, but let me have you and Matthew as well. LAUGHTER <laughs> oh, so I can kind god. of wrangle this into being the ideal E3 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay.
0: Okay. Alright,
2: cool. Oh so god, that'd be in
0: Although they're probably alright, you probably like me more than I like me, so <laughs> Oh yeah,
1: you know, I, I would have you um I would have you doing all the A V. So there'd be like legions of Alices. <laughs>
0: scampering, sort of like out. scampering.
1: along rafters and stuff. Like, right like they're all like
0: house elf sized little
1: <laughs> Yeah, they're all half sized versions of
0: you.
1: Five <laughs> <laughs> rules,
2: right? I can do that. Yeah. That's great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and what well, Matthew is just legions of Matthew clones
2: banging just- on
0: glass. <laughs>
1: just be like I'd make them double human size and they'd just yeah. be like mournful giants uh, going you, around the booths
0: demoing games would you rather fight a hundred duck sized Alices or one Alice sized
2: ambassador <laughs> Titan <laughs> um oh now
1: that's difficult because I wouldn't want to like I, I think I'd probably be overcome by the Alice swarm <laughs> But I'd have to destroy, you know, a couple in the process and that would be uncomfortable. But then I couldn't turn on tights. <laughs> oh. Very difficult. I, that, that was a real twist. I thought it was going to be a duck. Didn't expect tights to show up. Um,
0: okay. So we're down I'm going to try to- my luck
1: with the tiny Alice's, Yeah, yeah.
0: We're down to 50K and I've got two left. You have. Okay. <clears throat> well, I know, I, I think I've got quite a good one, but I don't know if I want to make that my last one. Um, there's
2: there's genuine tactics to it, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. So my fourth offer yeah. is you get to... um. Remove
0: kind of f- like uncom a number of uncomfortable things that you don't want people to sort of experience. So, like, if you want to remove, like, you know, uh, the possibility that people will will attend a talk about how to design good levels, but in a room themed around like, uh, you know, your uh relationship with twitter or like your <laughs> anxiety about uh orcs or something like
1: yeah or like you know like grimacing while watching someone play the next cod game yeah. in front of a montage of uh, vignettes of me being bullied as a child yes yeah. exactly
0: exactly so you get to remove okay. um five of those things that you don't want people to experience. I
2: mean,
1: that is really sweet of you to assume there are only five things in the depths of my mind that I'm ashamed of. <laughs> but oh, no, I, I mean,
0: listen, we've all got more than five. I'm just saying you get to take away your top five.
2: Oh, okay. I want the ability to – like, I want a gun that will just
1: delete them upon seeing them like oh okay all right or mm. like if something's gonna manifest i get a preview beforehand and i've got five seconds to decide whether to bin it
0: all right that's quite a that's quite a i'm gonna have to up my offer for that this is good this is like like well, what the, was it gonna be otherwise what was the default i'm not gonna tell you that Well, I mean, you have
1: to <laughs> no, i don't you do it's rules.
0: Like, you, you've changed you've you've counter-offered before I finished my final offer this this is you know this is Lion's Den <laughs> I'm not going that's like when it's the same
1: as Dragon's Den but they've all got Lion's heads
0: oh yeah oh god I forgot it was called Dragon's Den yeah De, but like <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay alright Debra, Debra reading going like ah. um
1: oh now that's that's one of the uh, that's one of the Embarrassing things I'd delete.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, All right, so for that, I'm going to ask
2: for um, 30,000. Which would leave me at? 20. Make it 10. 10 things. Okay. You know, and 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 I think we're good. And it's per event, obviously. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I'm happy with
1: that. Oh yeah, I stacked it there. That's good. Yeah, nice.
2: All right, I'll take that. Okay, you're one left. Final offer. Make me pay for it. Final offer. Uh, and every (laughs) every keynote presentation. You know, whether
0: that would be like Jeff Keighley or uh, Big Philly Spencer or whoever, every keynote presentation at all of these events E3, Gamescom, uh, Rez, EGX, right? Or the world watching. Yeah, are all delivered by. Tony Soprano and the cast of the Sopranos <laughs> in their Warhammer <laughs> mech suits. Wow.
1: Well, I mean, they're the size of buildings. That's, that's cool. Um,
0: but it's
2: Psychonauts rules. It could happen. It could. Yeah. I mean, could I in good faith turn that down? What's your offer? 25. So I'm paying five grand yep. to let the world into my subconscious for five years. But you've got
0: control over what they see because you've got your preview. It's staffed by <laughs> hundreds of, of hobbit-sized me's a legion of, of clones, plus friend of the show, Anthony Hopkins, if you want, you know, uh, and like Anthony Hopkins is like giving out wristbands, you know. Uh.
1: <laughs> have one of these. Well, we'll watch to- out for, for Tony. He's very large.
0: Yeah. And,
1: um, and I can change the, oh, so I could have it like a ruined futuristic cathedral yeah. and then have Paulie walnuts just come stomping through it and yeah. be like... <laughs> Okay, so there's a new Sonic game.
0: It <laughs> yeah. It's what's coming up on Xbox this year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I yeah, of course I'm going to say yes to that. <laughs> I'm like, who knows? After that many of ev- it, you know, I guess my my mental landscape is going to infect the culture of planet Earth quite heavily. <laughs> I can see a lot of benefits to this. Yes, let's do it. Let's go ahead. Nice. That I actually feel good about paying for that. But you can now humiliate me by saying you would you would pay five grand to let the world into your subconscious for five years.
0: <laughs> you would you would pay five grand to yeah. But I good think play. thanks. Thank you. I I enjoyed that. I think you you argued some very good concessions there it was a good
1: it was a good fight you play very differently to matthew it's got to be said really um, how does
0: matthew play do you think in, a, in like comparison? a
1: man who's gone to a car dealership without any intention of actually buying a car <laughs> <laughs> but wanting to ask loads of really cynical <laughs> questions about every vehicle <laughs> all right
0: okay make me a deal sir
2: all right okay uh so to make
1: this one work, you need to give me uh, someone from the games industry who you're not saying is a bad person, but they just annoy you. Like, they just get, get on your wick.
2: Oh. Um, um, uh, I mean, you know, I was going to go for Keely, but
1: that felt mean because I already I already felt mean for, for taking the mickey out of him in a post this year. So I thought I would... Uh, we could go for someone who could never listen to the who would never listen to the podcast. Because I know Jeff yeah. tunes I
0: don't, in all the time. It's it's weird, like I, I, just sort of I don't know. It it would ha someone like Keely, who I don't know personally at all. <laughs> um because otherwise it does just feel mean, doesn't it? Um Well, okay, look, we'll we'll
1: go with Keely, but on okay. I, I want to, to broadcast the idea that this is not because he is fundamentally an annoying human. No. Like. He's charismatic. I'm sure he's a, genuinely a lovely bloke, but he is, in his professional role, always a bit too on. I think we can agree, you know, it would be grating if he was like that all the time.
0: I, I think it's also his ever-presence now as well, it's just always. Well, which is why, Alice,
1: yeah. I'm offering you the chance to circumnavigate the globe
2: on a wooden raft with okay. Jeff Keighley. On a
0: wooden raft? <laughs>
2: yeah, like in a cartoon.
0: <laughs> <sighs> okay, How? what period of time is this taking place on?
1: Oh, no, no, wait. It's, it, 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 when I say wooden raft, basically uh, what I'm saying is life of pie, but
0: no oh, okay. tiger,
2: Keighley instead.
0: Keighley instead of tiger. Yeah. Um. <laughs> is there like are we going to die is that a possibility are we guaranteed to live after the experience yes
1: uh there will be um a a slow current taking you around so like you are guaranteed to get there and like you know you're not gonna starve or or die of thirst like christ will provide okay um a certain number of limpets or whatever okay. on, on the raft. All Albatrosses right. will drop fish. You know, you'll be cool. You won't die
0: for a year. Yeah, it's quite a harrowing experience, isn't it?
2: Yeah, this is big, big money time. I think. Yeah. Uh, can I offer you like one seven five? Yeah, I'll I'll do that. All right.
1: I actually think that's very generous of you. Okay, one hundred
2: seventy-five. Okay, uh, round the world on a raft, Jeff Keeley. Okay, yeah. For one hundred thousand pounds, I'll sell you an outboard motor. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nuclear strike. Uh, what's the speed? 50 miles an hour. You'd be bombing it along. And it's got infinite fuel. I'm not going to be, be a say, complete, yeah. like,
1: get dad. And, be like, and I'll sell you the fuel for 80 grand. I'm just uh, Googling the um, circumference of the Earth.
2: And I'm going to divide that by 50 to entice the...
0: Can you give me like a a time frame?
2: (laughs) Okay, so... Just so
0: I know how much time this is saving me, you know?
2: Uh, I think you're going to like this. It's only 33 days.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, The Earth is tiny. (laughs) Well small um (laughs) oh isn't this an
1: absolutely monstrous opening move this is like you start a game of chess in a park with an old man and you sort of really carefully
2: place your bishop and then he just slowly raises a handgun (laughs) Um, can i how long would it take without it uh, um, uh,
1: ocean current speed average uh, average speed of the Gulf Stream is four miles an hour.
2: So uh, so basically,
0: like without it, it's like a over, it's over a year. A year. Yeah,
2: yeah, definitely. Can I count off you? Seventy-five.
0: Take me down to an even hundred
2: K. Yeah. Since it's Christmas gone. All right. Yeah. All right. I'll tell the Apple album. Out. All right. Um, for another 30,000. Yeah. <laughs> you have, um, like every day, Jeff's wearing like a, a metal helm
1: and you have a remote control and you can press it to force him to stop doing his job okay. because he's just like such a professional dynamo. He'd be like, and coming up, we've got some flying fish again. Let's have a look at them. And then some flying fish would come past. And, but he'd keep introducing like waves and stuff. And he'd yeah, lose his yeah. mind. Oh my so god. Every day you can yeah. press this button and for three hours he just has to be real with you. <laughs> it's just like honestly, the sea's always made me melancholy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. So this is you're basically so to clarify, like I'm doing this trip with Jeff Keeley, the character, and I Hell can yeah. and I can force him to become Jeff Keeley the man. Yeah, you can crack the nut.
2: That no one on earth has cracked. <laughs>
0: uh, for 30k. Uh-huh.
2: Mm. So you'd be... be seven, 70k you'd be being paid. For 33 days. Um, can I offer you 10k for an hour a day? Mm, 17. 17. For ninety minutes.
0: Seventeen for ninety minutes. Fifteen for ninety minutes?
1: Done. All right. Okay. So that So <laughs> you're an eighty-five now, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Let's
2: knock off a smooth photo. <laughs> a smooth um, photo. And you've got a cabin.
1: With a long One lot. cabin. He's got a cabin too. Oh, Actually, I'm a cabin. not a monster. Yeah. It's still not a big raft, but there's like a and q garden shed with a hammock
2: in at either end. For 40k? Mm-hmm. Taking it down to 40, 45. mm
0: Can I half it for one B&Q cabin that we alternate use of? Oh, you crafty devil.
2: No, 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 no. You can you can have it for 30, okay? Because what you're doing there is a shift system. Yeah, that's fair. Um, okay. Yeah, all right. Okay, okay. So you're on 45,000 pounds now, aren't you? Uh, no, 55,000. Yeah. Oh, I've got two moves left. Ah. Uh... All right.
0: Tell <laughs> so we're both taking this quite like I'm making notes. You're definitely making notes. <laughs> like- yes. <laughs> 30k.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And he's like your man Friday. So he'll, like, (laughs) he'll, and he's a good cook and stuff. So he'll make good meals for you and, like, you know, um, talk about games you like, at least, and, you know, maintain the outboard motor and, you know, give you the sleep shift whenever you want it. Like, he's, he's still, you know, don't get me wrong, he's still introducing non-stop previews of meteorological phenomenon and, and sea wildlife,
2: but he's doing his best to accommodate your comfort. For 30K? Yeah. Ooh. Whereas otherwise, I just want, you know, he just would have been like, you know
1: admiral nelson but games like just standing (laughs) on the deck just projecting information non-stop no concern for your well-being because he's too busy doing his job
0: do you know what that is very tempting but also i'm worried about what you have for your final offer (laughs) i'm
2: very worried (laughs) because i i think i might know what it is Hmm. Hmm. Right. Go on then. We'll
0: throw caution to the winds.
2: Oh, so we're down to twenty-five thousand pounds. Yeah. All right. Let's let's go full deep blue sea here. Um, No, that suggests sharks are going to be involved. They're not. I tell you what. Guess my final offer. And if you're right, then I'll give it to you for £5,000. All right. How about that?
0: But you have to... You have to... mm, Okay, all right, all right.
2: So my, my guess is... That your final offer
0: was going to be a toilet damn and, and bath. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: <fiend.
1: laughs> Oh, Oh, damn i had been rubbing my hands
0: since the beginning because you hadn't asked. I hadn't asked because I didn't want to give you the idea. <laughs> <But> then, <laughs> by the end, I was like, he's, he said bedroom, which means he's cognizant.
1: Because oh, oh. Well, yeah, we'd already sorted out food, hadn't we? And then yeah. sleeping. And I thought you'd forget the third great need. And I was going to be like, you know, it's a... Uh, it's a heated golden toilet with a canopy. Yeah,
0: but um, the, th- the thing is, Nate, people who have Crohn's disease never forget the third great need.
1: <laughs> oh, that's it. I underestimated like your, your superpower.
2: But that's why and- I
0: thought, because I, suddenly I thought, and I was like, oh, man, because I, I, cause I need a toilet, you know? <laughs> that is a weakness, but it is yeah. also... A strength because I remembered. <laughs> so, there you go. So, uh so twenty k. We- I'm going round the world <laughs> on a raft with Jeff geely and you
1: know, you can stop him narrating everything for, <laughs> for 90, ninety minutes, minutes every a
0: day, day. <laughs> Oh my god! But that would. Do you know what the idea of him being like, you know yeah introducing like storm systems
2: and like <laughs> I mean that'd be kind of amazing think of the
1: stories you'd come back with yeah yeah think of the strange lifelong bond with jeff keighley you'd have yeah some of the times he had spent as jeff Keeley the man yeah yeah yeah. and like you know when you're at events together in my subconscious yeah you know and you know you're not disturbed by the hundreds of you scurrying around your cables
0: Yeah. It'd be the kind of thing that like ruined all future relationships because your partners would be like, you know, you're you the yeah, man. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and they wouldn't understand that like my bond with Jeff wasn't romantic, but, <laughs> but they also could never, you know, like if you're with me, you're with Jeff too. Like <laughs> <laughs> They couldn't understand the nature of the pact. Yeah. And they'd just be
1: like, you know, they'd wonder why you would be getting up at two in the morning to go and have a hushed conversation about humpback whales in the next room. Because you and Jeff have both awoken like in a cold sweat, remembering the whale
2: song that Jeff had introduced. <laughs> hey, Alice, it's me, Jeff. You Remember as we went round Tierra del Fuego? <laughs> the penguins... Oh, oh, what a great game!
0: <laughs>
2: it's a beautiful game, the
1: beautiful game, lovely stuff.
0: Uh, one day when we go back to events, we should do a live sweeten the deal with the audience participation. Good. Yeah, we uh, should do it with Jeff. I don't think he'd be into it.
1: <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think. I don't think I'll ever get a kind word from from Jeff, and that's fine. I deserve it. Mm.
0: Right. Uh, Thank you, listener, for joining us uh, on that bonus episode of Sweeten the Deal. Um, We might do it again in the future whenever one of us is on holiday. You never know. Um, And all that remains this week is for some quick recommendations. Um, I'll go first to give Nate time to think of it.
2: PVA (laughs) glue uh, and lamp.
0: Um, So I'm going to recommend, in addition to the atlas of remote islands that i can't quite remember the name of but that one i'll I'll link to it um i'm going to recommend uh, a small charity that i've just started following um called books beyond bars um which is based in manchester and it provides um books to lgbtq plus prisoners um all around the country um i think they've posted Mm -hmm. uh a thousand packages of books so far this year um and they have a wish list of things that people have specifically requested. Uh, it's a non-Amazon wish list as well. Uh, and you can donate as well if, if you can't buy a book. And they also accept secondhand books in good condition if you get in touch with them to say what you have. Um, yeah, so that's that's something I recommend that you look into because it's a nice charity doing a nice thing. Um, Nate, what are you recommending this week? Um- do you
1: know, if I'd have thought of that in advance, if I'd known you were going to be so decent with, with the time you had, I would have plugged <laughs> um, uh, Ashley's fundraiser for, for kids' school lunches. I'll do that next time. You can plug it this time as well. A <laughs> idea. Yeah, but I can't remember her just giving a dress. All right, and, fair enough. Um, uh, be a bit useless. But what I am going to recommend, um, a way more basic note, uh, I watched the film 1917 this week, um, which was amazing. Uh, I, I'm still thinking about it days after. I know it's a big Hollywood one and, you know, it's a heart heartstring-tugging World War One extravaganza, but, I mean, World War One is just horrendous and I can't stop thinking about it. It's really interesting and horrible at the same time. <laughs> And 1917 is just really grim, but not, you know, yeah, it's not a yeah, complete yeah. bummer. It's just a good, you know, heavyweight portrayal yeah. of one of the uh, the oddest and baddest things ever. Great film. Oh, very good. Biggest lighting rig in the history of cinema really? as well. Really? For one scene, it. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you'll know the
0: one if you've seen it
1: because it's very bright
0: <laughs> one of my favourite acting facts is that the National Theatre in London has the biggest drum revolve in the world and it's how they can do loads of weird stuff with the stage and have like entire buildings just rise up from the floor and stuff
1: oh is that like the old spinneroonies? yeah yeah
0: yeah huh yeah. that's cool good isn't it yeah as a fact Kirsty, my brother who used to work there and as I've said before was useless to me when he did I got like three free tickets out of him and he was there for like six years. Rubbish. Gosh. People are only useful to me in as much as they can provide me with free things. So there you go. I've offset this episode. I've said that I only like people for their base utility for me and also that it doesn't matter what moral standing a gorilla has. I would still eat it. So <laughs> recommending a charity is at least I could do.
1: <laughs> it's like buying an <laughs> indulgence, isn't it? crikey yeah.
0: yeah. All right. Uh thanks for listening, everyone. Um we'll be back next week, which is actually Gamescom week. Um Gamescom. Um might have some some more cyber babe stories um from me and Matthew. Um, but until next week, have a lovely weekend. Um and remember to check out Rock Paper Shotgun on uh all the socials by which i mean facebook twitter and youtube uh check out the merch store which there's be there'll be a link to in the show notes we i think we're going to be having a new t-shirt soon uh which uh nate had a preview of and it's quite exciting um, it's really good and uh for all your pc gaming needs just go to rockpapershotgun.com Um, but for now it's goodbye for me and it's goodbye from the games con i've decided i'm not gonna buy your game
1: (laughs) download now bye
0: bye